Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show coming at you directly from that weird nebulous period that's not Christmas anymore, but it's also not the new year. It's <laughs> it's just that weird time. It's that one weird week. Yep. You, you probably don't have to go back to work yet, but there's nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> it has all the hot news you'd expect from this time of year. Yeah, you know what? We're going to make the best of it. <laughs> we're making the best of a slow week. But first, we're going to be talking about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! So what'd you guys get for Christmas? <laughs> Lego. <laughs> I mean, I got a Lego. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I uh, love how like Save by the Bell like threw up all over the your computer. Screen. Oh yeah, my computer set. Yeah, I, I decided <laughs> to up upgrade to the eighties, early nineties. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got Baldur's Gate three for the Xbox. Oh, have run- fun with that. Yeah, since it runs like doo doo on my computer. I'm like, <laughs> how? How? What do you mean how? I thought your computer was really good. It it was. Oh. <laughs> now it's like three or four years old. Now it's uh, now it's doo doo. <laughs> but it runs it runs a lot better on the Xbox, and I've I've only played through like the Nautilus stuff. Sort the, of tutorial kind of thing. Yeah, at the very mm-hmm. beginning. What class did you make? Rogue. Rogue. So this is a Dungeons and Dragons. It's a huge, huge Dungeons and Dragons themed. Uh, game. Yes. Yeah, that video is, game. That has like a million and one choices you can make throughout it. it. It's the most Dungeons and Dragons I've ever seen a Dungeons and Dragons video game yeah. be. Yeah. It For me, it definitely seems like, I haven't played it, but things I've seen of it kind of takes me back to a time when Dungeons and Dragons PC games were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the old Neverwinter, Boulder's Gates 1 and 2. Yeah. And what helps this game is it's been in early access and development for like 10 years or something like that. Four or five. Maybe four or maybe, five. Maybe still, four. A lot longer than a lot of games. A lot games of trial yeah. triple games are. Normally are. And it's. And it came out complete. And it shows. Yes. It came out yeah. complete. Yeah. I thought it was funny when it did come out and there was people going, how come this game came out? Everything's not broken, but other games by big studios did. And it's like, well, it has been in early access for like three years. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So did you take the Dark Urge background on this run? No. What is that? So the Dark Urge. So you have different backgrounds. I know about this because I've been watching a couple of streamers. So you, there are regular back, back, you know, stories or whatever. The Dark Urge is essentially the game is trying to get you to be what is called in normal Dungeons and Dragons, a murder hobo. <laughs> Where every time you make a decision, unseen counter ticks up by one or two or three. And once you get to a certain ticks on your thing, it just picks the most destructive choice for you. (laughs) And you have to basically deal with it. The one that I saw, someone picked it and was playing through. And early in the game, you're meeting all of your characters. And one of the characters, I think, Gale, the wizard or something like that. Yeah, he is the guy that comes through the portal. Through the portal. Well, this player selected grab his hand to pull him in but the dark urge came took over and cut his hand off (laughs) and he got slurped back into the portal and gail's just gone for that run and you have a hand in your inventory oh (laughs) and now you have to deal with your party going 
why did you do that? You've been normal this whole time. And like, if you purposely select the more violent choice, it like removes a tick. So you can kind of still continue to keep some semblance of control. Mm. But yeah, if you play it too straight up to a certain point, randomly, you just start doing mean things. You do one big, huge mean thing that you then have to try to correct from. (laughs) Yeah. It's like hard mode kind of. Well, not like real hard mode because you, you, there's actual hard mode in the game as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, that's. I think that's interesting. Oof. It's like every once in a while, the DM decides you're making the worst decision. And you're a jerk. Yep, <laughs> yep. Basically, yeah. The battle system is the most like D&D I've ever seen a video game be. Too. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, from what I've seen. Like, it, it obviously doesn't have the freedom that making things up in your head can have because nothing will ever have that sure but it well, gets close well until they get an ai that can do that well then, sure i guess not, let's not talk about that no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just really cool i it, it was worth buying twice <laughs> <laughs> well awesome awesome glad i'm glad you're having fun with it uh speaking of games i have been playing although this is kind of the complete opposite of Baldur's Gate 3, which has amazing graphics and looks beautiful and has all this choice. I've been playing the newest update for uh, Vampire Survivors, a pixel game where there are no buttons to press. You just move around. You do make a lot of choices. You make choices, that's true. But you just kind of move around and let things happen to you in a very uh, small, pixelated kind of fashion. The newest update is a crossover with the other free-to-play game, Among Us. So a lot of that you char- may have heard of, <laughs> you may have heard of people have played it, it um, to it's death. Not, it's not as heavy as it was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is true. But this uh, this update adds a whole bunch of the little crewmen, little crewmen, the little bean guys running around as characters, as well as a new map, uh, new weapons, new a, whole, Man, a ton of music, tons of music. With, with Among Us and Fall Guys, that was a big year for beans. It really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there was Among Us in in Fall Guys, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, this uh, this update is a lot of fun. I've played all the way through it, unlocked everything, gotten everything. Some of the new power ups are incredibly broken. Some of them are not good at all. But it's so it's kind of roll of the dice there. And the best part is the DLC is a buck and a half. Nice. Yeah, it's like everything with Vampire Survivors. Yeah, that tracks with Vampire Survivors. <laughs> If you can you can get the entire game and all of its DLC for less than ten dollars at this point because I think the game itself was like four or five and each DLC happens to be like a buck and a half to two dollars I think you know what and they've mentioned cool. that they are going to be doing more along with more original content more crossover they're going to be doing more crossover content and the game Cult of the Lamb has been petitioning them heavily, heavily, <laughs> heavily on uh, social work. medias. It really would because they have different weapons. They have different maps. They can do different things with it. Really yeah. Win Castlevania. Yeah. Didn't they? I thought they did a Castlevania crossover. No, that's no, uh, that was Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But, uh, but no, that's what I've you can, basically been you doing. You can also play Hollow Cure for free and it's just as good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would make more. I would have more an attachment to it if I cared. If I knew what any of the yeah, if you knew about Hollow the Hollow Live, Live Hollow Live, I couldn't uh, think of the yeah name. The, the VTubers the VTubers yeah. But I've heard I've heard it's really good. I've heard that one's really good as well. Josh, your turn. Well, I guess I'll get the big one out of the way. I got a PS5. <laughs> oh wow! 
That was kind of a, a big shock. <laughs> so, yeah, what did you get with the PS5? What it came with been? Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, okay. I don't have room on my hard drive for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't started it yet? No. I was going to ask if you thought it was robbed of Game of the Year. I mean, I'm sure I will agree because it looks great. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. No, I think Baldur's Gate deserved it. I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, Baldur's Gate, from everything I've seen, is a, is a masterpiece, and it probably won't be topped for a long time. Good year for video games, according to Jeffy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to a point. I mean, we had Ragnarok. We had Spider-Man. It might have been a good year for video games, but it wasn't a good year for the people who make them. We don't worry yeah. about that. We just worry about, just give me thing and let me yeah, consume let, until I collect the next thing. Yes. Tell me about products so I can get excited about product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about the what, what the product costs. Yeah, and we'll get into that after the break, I think. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that. <laughs> okay, so if you haven't played the new Spider's Man, uh, what have you been playing on the PS5? Well, I haven't really gotten a lot into a lot of stuff because I still have a very ancient TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I really want to get the most experience out of my... Yeah. Sure, I suppose. Yeah, because it's 4K, right? Yes. Yeah. It's 4K and, you know, this, that, and the other, and... Not a lot of TVs can really ump it up. Like I did some research into it, and there's like maybe like one currently on the market right now, and it is a very expensive TV. Yeah, you know what? What the benefit of having bad eyes is? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't see 4K. I probably can't either. Yeah, I probably can't. Yeah, <laughs> my t- my TV is 4K, but I didn't notice that big of a difference when I upgraded. I will notice like the system runs leaps and bounds faster than my PS4. I mean, at this point, you're you would almost be better off buying a computer monitor that can do 4K yeah, really 60, high, yeah, a really high end. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I need a new TV anyway. The thing yeah, is, my go. TV is ancient, and also TVs are kind of cheap right now. So, yeah. mm. I mean, there's not really you know, I'm not really gonna be out too much getting a TV. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't have a 4K TV if I didn't get real lucky with a clearance one one time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. It came with Spider-Man 2, and I am really excited to get into that. But I kind of want to replay Spider-Man 1 again, or at the very least go through the DLCs. Did oh, you, sure. Did you yeah. play the Miles game? No, I need to play that oh, one, too. Oh, that's worth playing through. I've, I played through that because it was on PlayStation Plus. It still is. Yeah, it's it's good. It's worth playing. And oh, it's yeah. not I've very heard. long, either. I've heard. I heard it's kind of like an in-between, like kind of like a DLC kind of thing. Yeah. I, I never finished Spider-Man 1, but I played all the way through I the I finished game. the main story, but I didn't finish the DLCs, the City That Never Sleeps. I think I got like, I don't know, two or three chapters through it. I don't know. Games are too long. I wish they were shorter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that last uh, Yakuza, the Like a Dragon Oh yeah, uh, and that's like it's not, that's like a, a half kind of game, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it, it's like yeah, but it's still a like almost a third longer than the usual Yakuza. But it, that's still like forty hours, yeah. isn't it? It was yeah. still yeah, it took me at least eight or nine hours to get there, and that's fine. <clears throat> right, that's right. A, that's that's a decent length for me. Yeah, I it, think it's okay for games to be cheaper and shorter and not as good looking. Yeah, I mean, I love retro games. Like I've been thinking about getting the uh, the Metal Gear collection that came out. Yeah, I'm feeling, oh yeah, because I'm feeling super nostalgic. Yeah, plus my PS5 has a disc drive, so I can still play all my PS4 games I have. Nice. Hey, there yeah. you go. Mine does too. 
pop a pop a Red Dead in there or something. I am glad systems still do some so- form of backwards compatibility. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. I am a little concerned about the Switch Two coming up because there's a lot of games I put a lot of time into. Oh yeah, and that it I don't want to lose. Yeah, and it definitely seems like every time Nintendo brings out a new generation, it completely changes its format. Yeah, yeah. I I mean the. DS to 3DS. Oh, it's still okay. it still did it. That's it, true. It is kind of a roll of the dice but whether or not they do or not. The first DS sure. also supported GBA games too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I wish the later DSs did. Yeah. But I think I think maybe they'll just do like they did with the 3DS and put a little notch on the cartridge and probably call it a day. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, let's see here. I got a. Uh, a Donkey Kong Lego set from my wife. Nice. And I was super excited about that. I know they're kind of meant for kids and they're supposed to be like a playset thing. Oh, who cares? But I know. Yeah. But it was just We fun. are young at heart. <laughs> and that and that counts for something. And all the little barcode pieces you got to attach in there for the stupid Mario digital guy. <laughs> I'll never I'll probably never get the Mario digital guy. The app shows you what it does anyway. You, you can yeah. watch little videos that'll yeah. show you what the Mario Yeah, that was another thing. Is like do. the digital instructions. Mm-hmm. I hate them, but also see, they also make it easier to build the they thing. Do. They, they do. They do, because like, you can yeah. sit there and rotate it and see exactly how it's mm-hmm. supposed yeah. to look. Like, for all intents and purposes, it is better, but it's still, like... Not as much fun. Rankles my... Yeah. Rustles I, my jimmies that I, I can't look I, at a book. It's like, yeah, I, I wanted the book. I didn't want to burn yeah. my phone battery yeah. putting this thing together. I'm, I'm an old man, and I want a paper book to build my Lego. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I do like the idea... So, there's a, a Lego app. Uh, it's a Lego-branded app that you could actually go through and find old instructions. And it's not like all the old instructions, yeah. but it goes back certain generations. And you could go, okay, I own this set. Here's a digital copy of the book so that it's you can go back through and put things together if you want to. I I do I did enjoy the numbered bags. The numbered bags. I haven't I haven't bought a Lego set in a really long time or well, I haven't built a Lego set in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I honestly can't remember the last time I personally bought a Lego set cuz I I currently own now with this Donkey Kong set, three Lego sets. <laughs> <laughs> no, the numbered bags are good too, especially if you want to pace yourself through building it. You can be like, I'm going to do three bags today. I mean, the the Donkey Kong set was four bags, and they don't t- and they don't count the mini bags inside them. Or you can just open up all the bags, put them in a big pile don't like worry. I do. Hard mode, baby. <laughs> Last year, I got that Mario question block. It was like 20 bags. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. That thing looks like it has a lot, a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Probably uh, that one in the, the NES and the TV probably have a lot of things going yeah. on, too. Oh, the, yeah. the NES and TV instruction book is like a like an inch thick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. That, that giant Millennium Falcon, I can only imagine. I wish. Oof. If I had the money... And the time and the space for Legos. That's the thing. It's like I, I have, would build my entire house out of Legos. <laughs> I like between like collecting like Amiibos and mm-hmm. Funkos and now this Lego set. And I've been kind of thinking about getting like into the NECA, at the very least, the NECA Ninja Turtle stuff. Oh, that's a slippery slope because there's oh. a million of them. <laughs> yeah. And they all look good. I know the NECA line of everything. They look looks like they amazing. jumped right off of the uh, the cartoon oh. or the movies or the movies. The, the movie, the movie ones, ones really look nice amazing. Well. Yeah, NECA did that. There's a Contra one with the two guys from the NES Contra, mm-hmm. and they're colored like they are in the game. Yeah, I 
it's probably impossible uh, to get NECA now. just brought out another Goliath from the Gargoyle set. The, their Gargoyle set in general is really, really good. And he's colored like the, NES, or the, Sega, the Sega Genesis. Oh, game. really? Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, yeah yet another Goliath variant because we have like three. Yeah, but, <laughs> but they put out the rest of the team. They did. And they did. Uh, and there's, a, really and there's a couple optional things that come with like certain figs. They even brought out uh, Brooklyn's motorcycle. They did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that is cool. Also, they're huge. They are. They Again, are. Again, if they, I had the time and the money and the space. Uh, they are huge. Yeah. They had the NES Jason Voorhees one they time. Did. They, they did. They yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. That, like, yeah. The purple. Yeah, that purple, purple mm-hmm. violet one. Yeah. And wasn't there a code for the Friday the 13th game that was there was that, a, that gave you the there was a DLC skin that gave you that yeah and I think yeah and I think it, that if you bought that fig it actually gave you that skin for free as well I wouldn't be surprised yeah but yeah all the NECA stuff super good all of your friends are dead <laughs> game over all of your friends are dead <laughs> but speaking of amiibos yes I did officially secure a pre-order for the Sora oh, Smash good. Brothers amiibo good the end is in sight <laughs> I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. The Amiibo collection is almost complete. The and fi- I don't have to spend money on it ever again. Have, have they said the they're final- not making any more? No. They haven't said, <laughs> but I am I am going to assume. Say the final Amiibo question mark? I'm going to assume. I mean, it definitely seems like they've slowed down a little bit. They've yeah. slowed down a bit, and they've done a... Uh, they're, they've been going through a, a huge uh, reprint of mm. older ones, which tell me that... They're getting ready to stop production on them, basically saying, "Here's your chance to get caught up before it's all over." I did. I didn't think they would do more Zelda ones though, and they did. And the, they did. The Tears of the Kingdom ones. That's, yeah, that's true. But I think they may have done that be- only because they did some for the first one, and they're like, "Well, the series had them, so we should." Well, probably... they did that. They did that first one with Link with the magic hand. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I guess we should probably do two more. I'm surprised they didn't do one of uh, the big dragon that... Oh, yeah. There's a big dragon. and There's a big dragon. In tears. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of surprised, yeah, but you know what? I remember there being a lot of the uh, the Guardians from the first first one. That was a whole set on its own. It was a set on its own, yeah, and it was a, a lot of them weren't sold because they were double-ish in price. They were like 30, 40 bucks. I mean, I had them. <laughs> well, I'm... Yeah. The Guardian was cool, too. The Guardian was the cool. rubbery arms. Mm-hmm, with, yeah. the, with wire inside them, so yeah, you can yeah, yeah, yeah. place yeah. them a little bit if you're careful. Like, he was my biggest amiibo until I got Big Man from Splatoon 3. <laughs> <laughs> he almost doesn't fit in my amiibo cubby. Huh? I didn't think they would do Splatoon three ones either. I didn't think so either. That's that's I'm very still true. missing I'm still missing the uh inkling and the small fry. You know what they could do amiibos for? Mm. That Princess Peach game. They might. She and you know what? So, that would be okay. There's she has different... so many different outfits, they could make a different one. That I is, mean they that did make cute. the wedding yeah. set for Odyssey. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So what you're telling me is that my amiibo quest is will never be over. Maybe. <laughs> also, Luigi's Mansion would make that would good, make a good good amiibo. Set. I wish they would do a remaster of the original. They really should. the other two yeah. are all, the other two are there. I'm surprised they skipped over it. At this point, if they will, it's going to be for the Switch too. I feel that any major game release at this point is going to be 
remasters they should just for it, the next they should just do it digitally for 20 bucks because it's oh, not a very not a very long game yeah that's true that's a good point that's probably the main reason why they haven't remastered it because you can beat it in like an hour and a half if you're feeling froggy but yeah. it, it's been a really <laughs> long time since i've played that mm-hmm. oh i i got an industrial comic for Christmas. A Ninja Turtle comic. Yes. Okay, yeah. What comic? Uh, the Last Ronin in the Lost Years. Ooh, okay, yeah. Is that the one with the, that's the frame story with the uh, second generation turtles? Yes, yes. Yeah, I haven't read that one yet, but I've, I've, I've picked up Last Ronin and it's really good. Yeah, I want to get it and I kind of want to go back and read all the IDW ones. Good luck. There's like almost 200 of them at this point. Yeah, but th- there's, <laughs> there's omnibuses now. That's true. So That's a good point. I've been adding them to my, a, my Amazon list. I'm a fool list. who started collecting those with issue one <laughs> and, I've, and i've heard that some people scan their comic books and put them on the internet oh is my that gosh that is, that is that's awful. horrible that's, the piracy it, is wrong yes it's an illegal crime officially on our official the show's official stance is piracy is wrong wink though though, though you want to talk about something it's expensive the eastman hardcover re-releases. Oh, I bet it is. Yeah. Like the, the old Mirage ones. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, the uh, getting back to the last Ronin, so the last Ronin story is set in the future of the main, like possible future of, of the main turtle storyline where there's only one turtle left. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it the IDW continuity or is it the Mirage continuity? I think it is broad enough leading into it that it could be whatever it wants to be mm. <laughs> it's whatever you imagine it is it is a team of turtles I that am is a- now in the future and there's one left and it's michelangelo yeah Spo- I, I spoiler know. it's michelangelo i know I yeah know. no i know you know i'm telling the the people the, the, listeners. the, people the, at home. the thousands of listeners at home where i'm telling them spoiler it's michelangelo he's the one that's left i'm excited for that game though the last running game that looks really good have yeah. they released any images or video? Okay, there was the, there was the one teaser trailer that yeah. was released by the studio that's making it, and that was about it. And it's from everything I've read, it's going to be a God of War style, like a newer God of War style type of game, and probably hot swapping between the weapons because that's one of the things that Michelangelo yes. does in this. He has all the weapons. He has all all four weapon types. Yep. I would I would have done made, made more of a uh, Ninja Gaiden. Or Dark Souls style oh God. with with the turtles, <laughs> dark shells. Yeah, tar- dark shells. I like it. Dark shells. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, hey, let's take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna dig into some news. We have plenty of it, so stick around. Long play is a radio show. Long play is a lifestyle. It is a radio show. It's a lifestyle. Hey, 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 calm down, you two. Long play is both a radio show and a lifestyle. If part of your very existence includes playing old vinyl records. Oh, it it is. is, It is. is. Then long play is the radio show for you. I invite you to tune in Friday nights at 11 and Saturday afternoons at 3 to see what it's like to have... The best of both worlds. <laughs> hey, we're back from the break, and according to new Twitch rules, uh, one of us could could legally be nude right now. We could be, well, topless at least. Yeah. Well, art, if we were if, artistic. If it's artistic, if we were that's artistically right. Artistically nude. Yeah, let, let me hit the jingle, and then we'll talk about our artistic nudity. Which one of us is? You're just going to have to guess. I'll never tell. Yeah, we'll never tell. 
Rawr. It's a shame this isn't a video podcast. <laughs> oh, wait, no, wait, nope, nope. Twitch just reversed it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so that's so this is the, one of the top <laughs> stories. Twitch decided to try and test the waters by relaxing their rules on uh, nudity on their platform. But, well, it started because a lot of lady streamers started streaming in a way that appeared they were topless and they very well could have they been. They very well could have it, it been. Was, they were shot from like the way low on the chest yeah, down all, down like just outside of what would be considered the frame of the video becomes the tube top essentially yeah, yeah. it's like muppet rules the yeah. frame of the video is is the, <laughs> is the stage for the puppet show no um and so they decided and part uh, another part of it is so all of their um adult filters and stuff like that it's all ai based and there's no way for their ai uh, moderators to differentiate between classical works of art that depict classical nudity. nudity and someone with their with with their stuff all hanging out, so it would just blanket ban everybody. So they tried to relax the rules a little bit, and what we got was 45, 40, 48 hours of chaos. Of free for all. I mean, there were a, there were a small few that were trying to toe the line that that towed the line. It was like, hey, we're going to be drawing representations of classical art. There were many that were not that did not do that. <laughs> a lot of uh, VTubers actually were apparently ready ready to go with their their nude models. Their their well, their yeah. Then, well, there's a lot of VTubers that do streaming on other websites. other websites. That's very true. <laughs> um, but yes, are we talking about like that other? Uh, website? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, the only other one. Internet is such a barren place now. It is two websites. Yeah. yeah, Twitch and the other one. And the other the one. Other one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, it was lawless for about 48 hours, and then Twitch very quickly rolled that back significantly it's like that meme that subway had on twitter a long time ago how do you top your subs and then it's like immediately you're all you're all bad people <laughs> yes <laughs> all, yes all sinners well, that, there wasn't even like people got banned almost immediately almost too. immediately like even people who were following the supposed the rules, rules that they had yes, laid out yes so it was just a just an absolute mess uh-huh. they weren't they weren't ready for it they didn't have the infrastructure in place for yeah. it. Yeah. It's like somebody sent that tweet out that explained the new rules and didn't tell anybody else at Twitch that they were doing it. Yeah, kinda. It was it was a mess. Yeah. I think it's wild that this is only tangentially related, but VTubers are subject to the same dress code that live action real people are. So uh, it, no, I don't uh, I don't no. see that's a pro I don't see that being a problem. No, I didn't say it was a problem. I just think it's weird. Like if your VTuber is in a bathing suit, you have to be on a beach background. Okay, that's the that And again, that com- that comes back to the AI moderating. It's it's, it's it's because they don't have a real person looking at every single stream because there's no way they can. Yeah, because it's kind of, it's kind of like the YouTube rules where you're not allowed to swear so many minutes into your. Yeah. Your well, you video. can. You just won't get uh, ad revenue for it. Yeah, that's what I'm, I mean. That's eight, what I mean. And it's eight seconds. Officially, eight I thought it was seconds. like the first two minutes. It, at one point, it was eight seconds. Hmm. YouTube will automatically censor stuff too, right? Uh, if of- you said it and you're very blatant about it, yeah, oh. I've. I've put up some of our very, very early shows as a test once back before we were on the radio and we were a little more loose with what we had to say. <laughs> and 
it was maybe like 40% of the time it caught it every now and then it just would just blow past it. I, I just think people, they should be able to do what they want and then it should be just tag it correctly. That's, that's my thing. Yeah. They should, they should just set up a, a very specific tag for, Hey, my stream is going to have this kind of stuff on it. This it, tag means and it, it's and it, it locks out certain yeah. accounts. This this tag means that you have to have a certain your account has to be set to a certain age. It will this tag means that this video will never ever ever end up on the front, the front page, page, no matter how many people are watching it, and kind of like, you have uh, to jump through three or four hoops. To, and if it shows up as a thumbnail somewhere, it's going to be blurred or like blurred or something, something like that, and then yeah, kind of like the. Uh, the age restriction on like YouTube, something like yeah, kind of like that. If you blatantly break those rules, there are very clear and defined repercussions for it. I think that's that's what they should yeah. do, but I, they're like, not going to. You, you shouldn't be able to like do do nasty stuff. But like if you <laughs> if you want to draw a boob on Twitch, I think you should be able to draw a boob. If, on as Twitch. long as it's like in a in a classical kind of depiction or whatever, sure. Like if people are doing like, hey, we're going to do a digital tour of the Louvre on stream and get zapped for having classical paintings, classical paintings or like, you know, whatever. Or we're, classical we're, sculptures. We're, we're yeah. doing live figure drawing. Live figure drawing. Exactly. That kind of stuff. I think there should be a room for it. But like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. It makes me tired. Yeah, but except of the funny 48 hours when. It was just a lawless a wasteland. The art yeah. tag, the art yes. tag specifically became a free it for all. It became a real, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Because Twitch didn't have a college professor on staff to determine what was artistically <laughs> uh, relevant and what uh -huh. wasn't. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were like, "Hey, I'm a VTuber. I'm I'm, I'm art. Of, I'm a living I'm a, piece of art. I'm a living piece of art, and I'm being depicted." <laughs> Where's the line? Uh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, there is no way to just go. The line is your gut, you know? Yeah. You know, that's that saying, I don't know what art is, but I know when I see it. There's no way to be able to define that in some kind of rules or more likely in some sort of AI kind of moderating sense. There's no way to say, go with your gut. <laughs> you know where the line is. You you can clearly define that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's talk about some other stuff. Uh, we have a few things. Let's pick one. Uh, I think we should probably do the other big one. Uh, which one's that? Um, because there are so many. Yeah. The uh, the Kang the Conqueror news. The Kang the Conqueror news. Yes, Jonathan Majors, who was being set up as Kang the Conqueror, the next major villain. And the Marvel Cinematic Universe has yep. appeared a handful of times. Yep, he was in different it, things. He was in he was in Loki, kinda, and then he was Kang Kang in the new Ant Man movie. In the new Ant Man movie, well, as it turns out, he is now officially a real villain. <laughs> he was allegedly a villain for the longest time, but he has been processed through the courts, so we don't have to say yep, allegedly. He has this now time. been. Guilty. He found guilty Heroes of, don't do of domestic abuse and oh, a bunch a of other stuff. Yeah. Um, he's getting a minimal a sentence because, of course, he is. He's an actor. He's you know, rich. He's yeah. rich. They, they get minimal. So whatever. But Kang, he has been officially dropped. Like, I want to say within five minutes of the ruling being made official, Marvel and Disney dropped him. They probably had a press release already they ready were, to go. Oh, they they were clearly ready to go with this. So yes, so Kang the Conqueror will not be appearing 
Well, he um, won't be playing Kang. They're he won't be re- playing Kang. They, they might, haven't decided. They what haven't they're decided doing what yet. they're doing. That's true. In internal scuttlebutt has rumored to be that uh, they're going to be pivoting towards Doctor Doom as the next major antagonist for Which, the Marvel Cinematic. I mean, universe. I'm a little biased, but I think I feel like that's better. I feel like Doom is a more dynamic character. I think he can be done correctly. I don't. Unfortunately, he hasn't been done correctly ever in in film or like any kind of media because they only focus solely on the oh I hate Reed Richards and that's it. They they skip over the fact that he is a monarch of his own entire country country that he runs well. Yeah, people the people of Latveria love Doom. They love Doom because for his his countrymen he does a very good job. He's also a um, has a, not only a science guy on par with Iron Man. He is also a magic guy, just slightly under the power level of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. He Doom is one of the most intelligent people yeah. in Marvel. In fact, it's been retconned that Doom's face, the white way he's all scarred up in other depictions of media, it's always been like, oh, Mr. Fantastic was doing science before he became a superhero. It accidentally blew up and 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 made a big scar on Doctor Doom's face. The retcon is he was using science and magic in tandem early on in college to try to contact his dead mother because that's a lot of his impetus for doing things mommy issues he has mommy issues well it's i mean it's an easy trope for villains yeah but because of something that reed richards did basically saying hey you shouldn't be mixing magic and science this way caused an explosion that scarred up his face see so it's been like they they've worked both aspects Mm. into his his backstory as well (laughs) It was funny yesterday. I watched the new Doctor Who, one of the new Doctor Who specials. Yeah. And after I finished it, Disney Plus is like, you might like uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's like, what? Because doctors? Because doctors. <laughs> because doctors. Yes. See, I remember the original canon on Doom was he was making techno magic armor with some monks and got to, I don't know, it's yeah, fancy and like. Went put on the mask before it was fully cooled and it burned his face. No, it's it's that might have been at one point. But yeah, yeah cur- current is he was trying to contact his dead mother in hell. Mm. And but um, I've also heard his face isn't scarred anymore. Now he just kind of just wears well, the armor. Well, you know, as comics they sometimes they they roll that back. Sometimes they don't. You know, he's got Schrodinger's face in there. It's is it you don't know until yeah. Yeah, you don't know it might be scarred. It might not. You won't know till you look. Yeah, I know one he's of been, those things. I know currently in comics he's been dealing a lot on diplomatic matters with um, the mutants, the X Men. Yeah, yeah. Because in fact, they set up a, a. He has his own anti-X-Men mutant team of Latverians with mutant powers that yes. didn't join Krakoa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're, That's and, a they, whole thing. and they are protected under his... Right. And he basically... Sovereign whatever. And he basically called Xavier out, like, at dinner, like, you know what? You, you suck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but they've actually... There's actually been a lot of stuff in the X-Men that's been tying into other comics at this point. I know there's been a whole thing with Iron Man. Apparently, there is a type of metal that cannot be affected by magic of any kind and also can't be picked up. Like, there's something with it that isn't affected by anything in the material plane. So, like, Spider-Man's Spider-Sense can't be detect, can't detect this metal. Doctor Strange can't lift or detonate uh, uh, this metal using any of his spells. Like, it can't be it can't be stopped. And it's in the base of Krakoa, the mutant island. 
So he's been trying to like I thought, espionage down in to try to. I thought Krakoa was on Mars. Depends on the story. Mm. <laughs> Maybe there's because I thought there was like a whole portal thing to like they all lived like in a in their own little utopia on Mars. It's been so long since I've read a Marvel comic that X Men's weird. That wasn't X Men's got weird, and it just continues to get weirder now that everybody's dead and back and whatever. Well, now that the they're gonna probably end up in the movies, they're going to be reset probably to some semblance of a normal superhuman team living on Earth being discriminated against because mutants. It'll like roll normal. back to ninety four style, basically. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for X Men '97. Yeah, I want to yeah, watch that. That's so going to be a great cartoon. Um, but yeah, so there, there, Kang no a, more. There's a lot of fan casting saying they want John Boyega to be Kang, and John Boyega came out and said, "No thanks." Yeah, well, he's already he's already been through the Disney machine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Blame, I mean, I don't good, blame him. Good on him. Like, Listen, at this point, I don't blame any actor who says who turns down the Disney machine at this point. Especially I mean, the Marvel yeah. Disney I mean, listen, it's a great paycheck. Don't get me wrong. It's a great paycheck. But it locks paycheck. you into like a contract for like forever. Yeah, and and fans get real weird about the Marvel stuff these days. Not, not just that. I mean, the Star Wars fans are terrible. Marvel Star, fans are terrible. The Star Wars fans are the worst. I know. They're Fandom bad. was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'd rather be at the, the bad end of a MCU fan than the bad end of a Star Wars fan. <sighs> they both suck. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of overlap. I mean, it, and I mean MCU fan and not comic book fan in general. Okay, that's fair. Because okay. comic book fan in general, that's just as bad as Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Make original characters if you want something. But if you make an original character, why are you wasting your time? Do do Fantastic Four. <laughs> Give me another. We're, bring Iron Man back to life. She uh. Hulk. Stan Lee's probably rolling in his grave. <sighs> yeah, even though he created he created she hulk, she -Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because he was afraid that the tv networks would steal the idea yeah basically <laughs> yeah all right yeah let's pick another topic do we have a positive one to talk about uh a24 has is teaming up with hideo kojima to do a death stranding oh no his death stranding movie <laughs> i think that could be good um i have my doubts <laughs> I love Hideo Kojima. I think he has a lot of really great ideas. He has a lot of love for films in general. Well, yeah, because it feels like he's always wanted to make movies, but he's been trapped in the video game studios. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can put all of his big ideas into a three-hour film and have it make any kind of sense for a normal audience. Also, most people don't want to go watch a three-hour movie. That's a big thing that's been turning me away from the cinema here lately. Oh, God, yeah. Is three-hour-long movies. Games are too long, and movies are also too long. Agreed. Agreed. And don't get me wrong. Some of my favorite movies in the world are long movies, mm -hmm. like The Lord of the Rings. Long movies. That was back when that was the rarity. Oh, speaking of Lord of the Rings, I haven't watched it yet, but I found a version. Someone has taken the three Hobbit films and cut out all the unnecessary cut out stuff. all the stuff that wasn't in the books and squish them together best they could using a, a deleted scenes and extended scenes and stuff like that to make the Hobbit cut mm. essentially the the Tolkien cut so it's mm. essentially as close to the book 
as you can get, and you can watch it in one four-hour chunk huh. and be good. Man, as good as the Hobbit movies look, kind of. I loved the first one. I thought it was great, but I didn't watch the other two. When they when they're making CG orcs instead of like makeup orcs, it definitely does yeah. not look right. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong there. Agreed. But the other stuff looks good, and the the cast was all great. I really I really liked them. But when you change up how you're doing the movies after the first movie is already out, it does not spend does not say good job for me. <laughs> the, originally, it was supposed to be only two movies, and then they're like, eh, we want three. And so it, they have to drag stuff out, and it makes no sense. The, yeah. The first movie is more than half the book. It's not a long book. It shouldn't have been two movies. I know. They could have done it in one, but I digress. I watched Muppet Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve. I can believe how short that movie is. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the extended <laughs> cut with the uh, song they omitted? I, yeah. I think that... They shouldn't have omitted that oh, song. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's When Love like is Gone a, is a great song. It's an, an emotional core moment of the film. I that looked they really it up. Cut. Apparently, that is a Katzenberg decision mm. because the movie tested and it was making kids cry after that song a little bit. Kids felt emotions. Kids felt emotions. They're too They're too sad to buy our products. <laughs> so we need to cut out the, the one sad. of the best songs and the most one of the best parts of the film. Man, when I was a kid, when I saw, I saw it in theaters when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I still remember it. And the the ghost of Christmas yet to be that scared the crap out of. Well, oh yeah, I wasn't ter- like I still watched the movie, but I remember feeling like legitimately scared of that guy. I mean, it's a spooky puppet. That's a spooky the, the, muppet. The ghost of Christmas future is supposed to be scary. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. I always liked the one in Scrooged better because the whole thing is set at a TV oh, station, yeah, yeah. and he's a giant. Basically, the Grim Reaper with a TV for a head that oh, he's nice. constantly showing, like things. an old CRT TV things on his head. Well, back then those weren't old. Well, but. sure, but you know what I mean. And it's Scrooge, it's a really cool design. Scrooge is probably one of my favorite alliterations of the Christmas Carol story. I agree. I'd Plus, agree also, it's it's Bill Murray at his prime. You know, yeah, yeah. When he was putting out all the, all the bangers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite Christmas movie out of all of the Christmas movies that there are. Uh, I don't know. There's some. There were some bangers this are, year. Are we are we talking like just Christmas movies? Or are we talking about Christmas Carol movies? Oh, I was talking Christmas movies in general. Mm, okay. I mean, if you're going classics, Christmas Vacation, of course. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Got to every <laughs> yeah. year. You know what? I forgot to bring this up in my check it out. I did watch a couple of bad Hallmark ones. Oh no. Yes. As always, always watch some of them. This year watched. Oh, geez. Meet me under the mistletoe about two realtors who hate each other who have been tasked with selling a mistletoe farm before (laughs) Christmas. What? So stupid. It is. A mistletoe farm. Exclusively mistletoe. uh Uh-huh. Exclusively mistletoe. (laughs) There is a scene in which you're you're learning more about these, these two... Star Cross Realtors, and one of them has a has a book that they tried to write and was they're a failed writer but got into reality and now they all they do is work and the other one you see them there he's sitting in his car waiting for the other one to show up and he's like sketching the house and because <laughs> I always give my 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 people you know uh, the picture of your of the house that they sold right before they 
go so they have something to remember it by and it's like this perfectly done like <laughs> and it's it's clearly a photograph that they've they've, they've used they've a photograph a filter. Uh, filter and the person says uh, the other realtor says wow that's really good i didn't know you could draw he goes yeah hey i'll show you it's really easy <laughs> anyone anyone can do it anybody can draw <laughs> photorealism photorealism yeah 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 but no, that's. But anyway, getting back to Death Stranding and A twenty four. I was, I was no, disappointed there was no Hudgens. Uh, there was no Christmas year. Hudgens this year. Yeah, there was no Christmas Hudgens. There was no Christmas Prince. Yeah. film. <laughs> Netflix uh, really cheaped out on us this year. They kind of did. Any, they kind of did. Anything in that particular holiday universe? Although I will say there was a movie that was on Hulu this year called The Santa Summit, and it was basically three repressed 30-something teachers go on a Santa-themed bar crawl through town. That was actually legitimately a lot of fun. Huh. I actually had fun with it. It was it was clever. One of them was a huge dork and kept quoting Lord of the Rings <laughs> and uh, mentioned LARPing at one point. It was it was legitimately a cute film. Okay. But most of them were, tar- were terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are terrible. Oh, I, for- I forgot uh, it's a wonderful knife. Oh, did you that. watch that? I saw that. I almost, I almost turned that on uh, the other night. It, but, yeah, it's uh, on Shutter. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Is it's, it? it's not like a great slasher, but it's, it's fun enough. Yeah, it, it's like a, a teen slasher horror movie. And, and it, fo- it follows, uh, it follows. It's a wonderful life a little closer than yeah, yeah v- vaguely, vaguely, yeah, vaguely, right? Yeah. Like if they go into black and white mode, where no, it doesn't they, go. Black oh, it doesn't go into black no. and white mode. No. What am I thinking of? There was one where it's like it's a wonderful life where they guys, someone wishes that they weren't alive or whatever, or they had never been born, and it, the film actually goes into black and white mode. Like a like a, it's a like wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life. Oh, no, it doesn't do that. It's it's like well, wacky a, things happen during it or whatever. It's in a, a town where like the mayor is killing people. Oh, uh, to take over the town, and in, in reality. Like the original reality, the the girl that's that's the Jimmy Stewart character mm-hmm. like saves her brother and unmasks the killer Scooby Doo style. Mm-hmm. But something happens and she ends up depressed and is like, "I wish I never did this, 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 and this." So then it cuts back and now we're in the world where they never caught the killer. Oh, gotcha. And her brother is is dead, is dead and, and like, stuff like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, like I said, it's, it's don't go there. Go in there expecting like a super clever like. It's not as good as like a what was that one? The S- Silent No, not Silent no, Night. Not a, it's not a Christmas movie, but I think this has a, the same writer or producer or something where she's basically Groundhog Day daying a horror movie scenario. Oh yes, yes, I know which one you're talking about. I can't think of the name. That but. movie is actually really great and a really clever spin on Groundhog Day, but there's a killer on the loose. Oh it, yeah, it's in that same vein, but it's not as clever as that one. Gotcha. Um, it's not even. I wouldn't even say it's even as clever as the other one, the Freaky Friday pastiche with Vince Vaughn. This is all the I same. Want, I wanted to see that one, actually. That one's pretty good, but not... Not as? Not as good. They, yeah. They've like, decreased in quality as they've, got, as they've come out. But That one, I almost watched that one, but it also reminded me a bit of the Rob Schneider film, The Hot Girl. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's not that bad. Where, where he Freaky Fridays with 
a popular a, girl a popular school. yeah yeah something like that man he had we man he had a lot of weird ones at that time the animal yeah. you remember the animal yes <laughs> oh, no. oh man that one that one co-starred a former um what is it uh something island the survivor oh. from like the first or second season they were trying to she was trying to make a film career <laughs> after after survivor yeah. and she quickly disappeared because she was terrible yeah I remember working at the movie theater when that movie came yeah. out. Yeah. I watched that on VHS more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> because we had it. It was one of those that was like, oh, we have it, and I'm not really paying attention to this, so let's just... I mean, I had a handful. I mean, I had a lot of movies on VHS that just kind of put in to put in. Yeah. Yeah. But A Wonderful Knife, is, it's a good Christmas movie to put on when you don't want to watch one like to, that's so bad it's good. You just want to watch one that's good enough and it's Christmassy enough. <laughs> Do you know what's so bad it's bad in a Christmas movie? Santa with muscles. Have you ever, <laughs> ever told you about Santa with muscles? That's the Hulk is that Hogan the title? One, isn't that's it? the title of the film, Santa with muscles. It's Hulk Hogan, yeah. who Ugh. is essentially Ebenezer Scrooge, but also jacked. He gets cracked on the head during some kind of thing, and now he believes he's Santa Claus to save a bunch of orphans. I'm just imagining like Charles Dickens, Victorian Scrooge, but just... just oh, no, that's set in modern day. Just juiced. Oh, yeah. Ju- I think juiced I, Ebenezer? I think, my, I think my story's better. Ebenezer juice. <laughs> Eben- with- Ebenezer swole is yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Santa with muscles sounds like the working title, and then they could. They just come gave up, with, up because yeah. it sucked. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. come up with anything oh, man. better. Too, too bad the Macho Man wasn't still alive. The, like Macho Man could have been like Bob Marley. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing, brother. These chains are coming for you. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. TM 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 TM. Later in the film, Ric Flair shows up as the ghost of Christmas. Woo! <laughs> He'd definitely be yeah, the pre- ghost of Christmas present is uh-huh, Ric Flair. Is Ric Flair. Uh, the Undertaker would have to be future. Undertaker yeah. would have to be future with Paul Bearer. Yeah. He, Paul Bearer would be doing all the speaking for yeah. the for the Ghost of Christmas future. Who would be past? I'm the ghost of the ghost of Christmas is yet to come <laughs> with my Undertaker. Uh, yes. Ghost of Christmas Press would have to be some like old wrestler. Yeah. Like Stu Hart, Bret Hart's dad, who was like a wrestler in the fifties, or a Gorilla Monsoon, or like El Santo. El Santo, El Santo <laughs> would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. El Santa. El Santa. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want that's... a Luchador Santa. Oh, That'd man. be amazing. Luchador Santa film. Oh, let's go. Yes. Somebody, somebody call Mexico. Let's let's get this yeah. done. <laughs> Anyway, right, we've actually hit time. Wow. Hey. We rambled enough about Christmas films to hit time. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome for the post-Christmas Christmas content. You're very welcome. <laughs> so you have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on the Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 419-561-5556. I just remembered that we had a voicemail on there. Uh, I think it was BJ. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to play that next time. We will get that next time. First show of the new year coming up next episode. 
Woo! You can find whoo, you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I'd like to thank Parker for helping us out over at the Facebook page and David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you all next year. That seems like a long time. <laughs>